The type of cleanser you choose should be dependent on your skin type as well as the amount and type of makeup that you wear on a day-to-day -day basis. So for some people, you can actually get away perhaps with just a really good cleanser without needing an additional makeup removing product. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Nicoletta Show. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board certified dermatologist, skin, hair, and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Dr. Nicoletta Show, where we absolutely believe that superwomen like you can learn how to identify and stick to your perfect skincare routine so that you can reverse signs of early aging and feel completely confident in your own healthy skin. Hey, listen, just reminding you again that if you would love me to text you personally, just text me the word podcast at 480-530-8187, and you will be in the list of thousands of listeners that get my text every single week. So if you want to get that, if you want your morning and evening skincare routine on points so you don't forget any of this, these things that we talk about on the show, go ahead and just text the word podcast to 480-530-8187 and you will get started with an extra head start on your healthy skin journey with me. Okay, so today's topic is going to be diving into the different types of makeup removers as well as the different types of cleansing modalities where you're combining makeup remover with a cleanser and there's going to be different options that you can actually work with and try and then I'll end with some general cleansing tips. So the last couple episodes I really went into the science behind cleansing. I also dove into the newer cleansing technology and how foaming and non-foaming work and skin pH and I even shared all the top products that I absolutely love for each skin type. So you've learned a lot about cleansing and I know that's been quite a few episodes in a row that you've heard just about cleansing. So I hope I've just nailed the point that as the one aspect of the skin success framework, which is a cleanser, even though it's not as fancy as a retinoid or, you know, a vitamin C or even a tinted sunscreen, I wanted to make sure that you understood that cleansers and cleansing is a very vital importance of the skin success framework. And therefore, we're kind of ending this series. Now, I might talk about it in the future, but we're going to dive into other topics in the upcoming weeks. But today's episode, I'm really going to share several makeup removing methods as well as examples of makeup removing products that I absolutely love based and some it depends on your skin type, which you can choose and you can definitely experiment. And then I'll just end with general cleansing tips and techniques. So get excited for this makeup removing episode and just take action. I'm so excited. Let's go. Okay, so just remember that removing your makeup at the end of the day is very important, as you all know, before you go into sleeping. Now, why? Well, there's several reasons why. Makeup on your skin can actually clog your pores. It can increase skin aging. 
It can break down your skin barrier even more. It can further any inflammation and it can even potentially flare any underlying skin conditions. For example, if you have underlying rosacea or eczema. So in general, leaving makeup on your skin will only do more harm and it's going to increase your skin aging. We already have so many other things that are affecting skin aging, like the sun, UV radiation, and all the different pollutants. So it is important to do this super easy step. And sometimes this is what I recommend. It can be hard to maybe do a full double cleanse or a full thorough makeup removal routine at 9.30, or 10.30 p.m., whenever it is that you go to bed. So what I actually recommend and what might actually help you get into the habit of doing this is say at the end of the day, you come home from work, you know, you might have dinner 6.37 and you either you do or you don't have kiddos. But some of the some of the people on the show, if you do have a kiddo, you know, maybe if you have that like between time before putting them down to bed, you could always remove all of your makeup at that point. That way you do a better job. And then when 9, 30, 10 comes, you already know you already removed it all and you could just finish off, you know, with your retinoid and your moisturizer at that point. So it kind of helps to divide the steps if you don't need to be wearing that makeup and all that sunscreen and grime from the day for the last couple hours of the night. Try to do do that little routine. Say when you say brush your teeth right after having dinner, do a quick removal of it. That way you might have that better result and also create some type of habit for you because a lot of times we don't do things later on into the night because we're tired and because we want to go to bed and we just can't wait to fall asleep. This way you're encouraging the habit by doing it a little earlier. And I tend to do this a lot, especially if like I do an evening workout, I just take it off then and then and then I'm good. And then later before bed, I just put my retinoid and moisturizer on. So that's that's just a little tip that you can take. Now, as previously mentioned in other episodes, the type of cleanser that you choose should be dependent on your skin type. And the more you are aware of this, the better it will be when it comes to you deciding, you know, which cleanser. So the type of cleanser you choose should be dependent on your skin type as well as the amount and type of makeup that you wear on a day-to-day basis. So for some people, you can actually get away perhaps with just a really good cleanser without needing an additional makeup removing product. For individuals, though, that wear heavier makeup, loads of sunscreen, waterproof makeup and mascara, you may benefit from using an additional makeup removing product in addition to that cleanser that you use. So, you know, a lot of times I get questions about makeup wipes when I get questions just in general about removing makeup. And, you know, I have to be honest about my experience with makeup wipes. I typically have only used ones from dermatologist recommended brands, like for example, Neutrogena. I've used their makeup wipes, but I am not a fan of these makeup wipes, of using them every day. I think that they're good to travel with, perhaps, if you really need to, if you're on the go and you can't maybe bring your micellar water. You know, there's certain instances where they might be okay, but in general, I'm moving away from using makeup wipes, especially on a day-to-day basis because, you know, I'm being more environmentally conscious and I just don't use them as much anymore. And I just do not find them to be as effective as the other techniques that I will share with you today. And then you're just wasting a lot of paper. So, 
In addition, makeup wipes can be somewhat abrasive when you're using them to rub your face. So in general, makeup wipes may not properly actually remove all the makeup. And then on top of that, you're doing a little damage to your skin barrier by it being a bit rough. And it could be even, you know, tough for those sensitive areas like around the eyes. And so that, those are like my general thoughts about makeup removers. You do you, but just be careful. The whole goal is to not be damaging that skin barrier too much. So now if you are someone that tends to wear waterproof makeup and mascara and also sunscreen, a method that has been very popular is called double cleansing, right? And you've heard me talk about double cleansing before. And so with double cleansing, the basic concept around it is that first you use an oil-based product to remove all the waterproof makeup, sunscreen, and grime from the day effectively. And then what you do is you follow it with a gentle water-based cleanser to remove all the rest of the impurities and oil and gunk and everything that's left that's left on your skin from the initial oil cleanse, right? So I absolutely love this method so much because it's very gentle for me and it actually effectively removes my makeup and that's why I love doing it. So it's important for you to understand though, don't just double cleanse because other people are doing it. Really understand your skin because some people who have dry skin can't tolerate it that well, but do whatever works for you. And as long as the goal is that the first thing is that it removes everything appropriately. So if it's doing that, that's great. But number two, you also do not want to be stripping your skin barrier too much. Your skin should not look extra tight or dry or irritated afterwards. So that's kind of like the key key facts, those two factors that you want to keep in mind when you decide to what cleanser you use and the method that you're going to go about removing your makeup and cleansing your skin. Okay, so let's get into the makeup removing products that I recommend. And I'm going to divide it into basically four different categories. One is micellar water. The second one is a traditional cleansing balm. The third one are basically these cleansing oils. And then the fourth is a makeup remover and cleanser in one. So basically it's a balm and cleanser combined in one. So those are going to be the four categories that we briefly discuss. So let's start with micellar water, which is my ultimate favorite hot topic. I love it. So think of micellar water. It is a gentle dilute cleansing solution. So as previously mentioned, they have there's droplets of these micelles, which are basically balls or globs of surfactants, which I mentioned in the previous episodes. And surfactants are detergents, right? They have a hydrophilic head and a hydrophobic tail. And basically, these little droplets of micelles are also found in, you know, cleansers, right? But in this, in micellar water, the difference is that these surfactants are actually in a very dilute solution. And that's the difference. And so the idea behind it is a hydrophilic head attaches first to your skin and a hydrophobic tail of that surfactant then likes to grab onto any oil-based gunk on your skin. And it basically gently removes everything without causing distress on your skin. So one of my favorites is, you know, taking eye makeup off with micellar water. I have not found anything else to be as gentle as this. So you can apply it on your skin with a basic cotton pad, or I have those circular cotton pads, not cotton balls. So you can do either one. I like the circular cotton pads, not the balls, but that's what I personally use. So basically, you can apply it on your skin with a cotton pad. If you are using it for, say, eye makeup, 
My best recommendation is to first soak your cotton pad with that micellar water and then gently press onto your eyelid. And the goal is to try not to rub it back and forth or up and down. Just lightly press it on your eyelid and leave it on for a few seconds to then let it really soak it and dissolve that eye makeup. And therefore, it should gently remove it that way. Therefore, you're not, you know, pulling or tugging at your skin. You're being gentle. You're just letting it sit there and then you're removing it. So both of the types of micellar water that I recommend for products are less irritating. And I've even found that if I get it around my eyes, it's, it's not causing any eye irritation. So here they are. The first one is my favorite ultimate product is going to, going to be the Bioderma Sensibio H2O Micellar Water. And the second one is a La Roche-Posay Ultra Micellar Cleansing Water. Both of those are excellent options. Okay, so now that we kind of discussed micellar water, what it is, and what are my favorite products, the next one I'll talk about are traditional cleansing balms. So these are great for those individuals that wear heavy and waterproof makeup, as well as a lot of sunscreen. So they are another great way to effectively remove waterproof makeup. And so with traditional cleansing balms, they're actually formulated to be a solid at room temperature. So you know how coconut oil at room temp temperature is solid? It's kind of similar to that, right? At room temperature, it's a solid. And traditional cleansing balms actually contain many ingredients like plant-based oils, petrolata, mineral oil that are really great at dissolving that waterproof makeup that you might be wearing. So it quickly liquefies when you actually put it on skin temperature. So it's kind of nice, even though it's solid at room temperature, when you put it on the skin, it's, it nicely liquefies and really is good at removing that heavy, heavy makeup. It kind of feels like it's melting on your skin. It feels really nice. And as long as you do it with your eyes closed, it usually doesn't cause much irritation. And these cleansing balms tend to leave more of a greasy residue because they do remind me a bit more like of coconut oil. Um, so in general, I would recommend that it's important to follow with a water-based cleanser afterward because they do tend to leave a little bit of that greasy residue. And it's just not, it's better to follow with a water-based cleanser. So two of my top recommended products for traditional cleansing balms that you can use are the Versed Day Dissolving Cleansing Balm. And the second one is the Vanilla Co. Clean Zero. And both of these, it's easy to remember, they are in pink, cute jars. So go ahead and grab a traditional cleansing balm if you are someone that wears very heavy and waterproof makeup and that you want to give it a try. So there you go. Okay, so the third category are cleansing oils. Now, with cleansing oils, these were traditionally actually used as a first step of double cleansing. Now there are several ways you can do double cleansing, but traditionally these were always as the first step. So what a cleansing oil is, it's oil in water emulsion, and it's again, it's great for waterproof makeup, overall any waterproof sunscreen. Basically, it's good for all of that, you know, what I had mentioned. Now, what's cool about the cleansing oils is that they do turn this milky white when you actually apply water to it to your face when rinsing it off. And again, with cleansing oils, just like the traditional cleansing balms, they do leave a greasy residue. So it is still good to double cleanse with a water-based cleanser afterwards. 
Now, this is the key takeaway, though. If you have extra, extra dry skin for some individuals, you can get away with, you know, just using this similarly to a cleansing balm to remove everything like a cleanser and not necessarily need to follow with a water-based cleanser. So it really depends on your technique of how you're using the cleansing oil and or cleansing balm. So to, and if you have very dry skin, you don't necessarily need to follow with a water-based cleanser. You know, go with how your skin feels. If it's really greasy and oily and you won't get, and your skin barrier won't won't get extra damaged if you use a water-based cleanser, go ahead and follow it with that. So again, be in tune with your skin, be in tune with how it feels. You know your skin best. So for cleansing oils, my top two, um, one that is a bit more pricier if you'd like to splurge is the Event Zero Calm AD Cleansing Oil. And I love this one because this can be used all over the body. It's nice if you do have dry and sensitive skin. It's really great. And then the last one is the Neutrogena Ultra Light Cleansing Oil. This one is available, you know, drugstore and it's a bit more affordable. So the Neutrogena Ultra Light Cleansing Oil. But they are all used in the same manner. You use the cleansing oil first. Okay, and so the fourth and final category for makeup removing techniques and products is the makeup remover and cleanser in one, which is also aka the balm and cleanser in one. So you might ask, you know, just like shampoo and conditioners, shampoo in one, shampoo and conditioner in one, is there a product like that for removing makeup? Yes, there is. And again, it's important for you to actually give this a try. If you have, my recommendation is these are great for dry skin. So these are very creamy and they do still have all the effective ingredients to remove makeup, but they are specifically great for people with dry skin, again, because they are creamy, that vehicle, they're creamy base. So it's good for people with dry skin and people who are lightweight makeup. And typically these can actually be used alone as a cleanser. So no need to follow with a water-based cleanser. So cleanser, balm and cleanser in one, two of my favorites are going to be the Ordinary Squalene Cleanser and number two, Paula's Choice Omega Complex Cleansing Balm. Both are great. So there you have it. You are basically have all the tools right now for removing your makeup and I'm so happy to share all that with you. And just keep in mind that many of these products can contain sometimes some fragrances. So if you have sensitive skin, always be careful around the eyes. Always test out products first to see if you are tolerating it first. And just remember, always be in tune with your skin because double cleansing is not necessarily for everyone. So, you know, always keep that in mind. Pick a product that works well for your skin, that's effective at removing everything while being the least irritating and gentle at the same time for that skin barrier because we all want that beautiful, healthy skin barrier and that glow. So, okay, so super excited about all those tips. Man, there's so much to talk about cleansing, but I'm going to end it with just four general cleansing tips that I want you to take away. Okay, cleansing tip number one is to use your fingers. Try not to use an electric cleansing brush or silicone or anything that's like super expensive. Just use your fingers. They are more affordable and they're more effective <laughs> so than using all these different bristles or brush tips. Bristles and brush tips can actually irritate and damage skin even more. So cleansing tip number one, use your fingers when cleansing. Cleansing tip number two is to use lukewarm water. Try not to use too hot or too cold because these can irritate and damage the skin. So again, lukewarm water when cleansing is excellent. The third 
cleansing tip is going to be be gentle. Pat your face with, you know, a towel. Don't rub ever. Don't be stretching or rubbing your skin. Similarly, use care around the eyes. When you're soaking that micellar water pad, just allow it to soak on the on the eye with the pad, but don't be rubbing too much. So whether it's cleansing, wipes, or any balm, just avoid aggressive tugging or rubbing. Always use your fingers for a, the least amount of pressure on your skin. And lastly, Cleansing tip number four, this goes back to the last episode when I talked about cleansers with active ingredients, but always take advantage of short contact time for treating acne, such as products that have active ingredients such as benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid. So always try to leave it on for a little bit of time versus washing it off because you have to allow the active ingredient to actually work and try to limit these these type of active ingredient cleansers to once daily, it it typically helps basically to avoid extra irritation to your skin barrier. So those are your four cleansing tips. And you guys, I am just so grateful for all the feedback and all the love and everything that I've received for the show. Be sure that you share this episode. If you love this, share it with a friend, share it on social, tag me so I can see who are all my skin nerds listening. And until next time, go step out with confidence and make sure that you grab yourself an excellent makeup remover and cleanser that makes sense for your skin. I know that you're going for your ambitious goals. So why don't you go do that while removing that makeup and getting that healthy glowing skin at the same time? Let's do this together, and I will see you again next week. Bye, everyone. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of The Dr. Nicoletta Show. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.